Hey, Bucks fans, a special edition of the Best in Class podcast as we transition to the offseason after the end of the Bucks year. Unfortunately, Best in Class host Sean Sullivan is here, the JoeBucksFan.com draft guru, and he is diving into the Senior Bowl today. This is part one of two on your Senior Bowl preview that you absolutely must listen to. A lot of good stuff and additional stuff as well. It's not just Senior Bowl here on this episode, so dial it up. Here's Sean. Hi, everybody. It's Sean Sullivan coming to you live from the giant Bill Curry Ford Studios in Tampa. I feel much better today uh, than my last podcast. Thank you for all the emails telling me I am perfectly safe. Please, nobody send me anything asking me to go to any crisis center groups or anything like that. I'm fine. Uh, that's how I get after a Bucks game. So terrific news. I am going to meet Titus O'Neill at his school, um, Thaddeus Bullard Academy, on Sly Avenue. We're doing a tour on Monday to see if Bill Curry Ford can assist this school with some of its needs. I'm very excited about that. I grew up three miles from his new academy. When I say new academy, it's because he's adopted it and made it his own, and he has raised money for it and made sure it stayed open for those children and those kids. He is a wonderful role model and a wonderful leader for Tampa, and I'm very proud that Bill Curry Ford and Titus are partnering up for some fundraising. Again, I'm Jesuit grad, so I was very moved this week when I had a customer, Bill Curry Ford, ask me to write a recommendation letter for their son to go to Jesuit, which was a, a great honor for me and my family. Also, uh, we're going through our construction, so I'm very proud of the, the, of the way the construction. We're two weeks ahead of schedule. Uh, Tampa, your giant is coming, and the giant lives. So that's gonna be super exciting. I got an email from Jeff. Jeff, don't worry, I'm I'm still alive. This podcast will be much perkier than my last. Okay, so I'm bringing the energy this podcast because we're talking players and prospects of the Senior Bowl. Super excited about that. But please visit us at BillCurryFord.com. Go on there and see all of our specials. I have a, a buyback program going through February 18th. That's very exciting. We're paying top dollar for cars for the tax refund season. Go on there and see our lifetime warranty on new and used cars. And please, we are ordering so many cars right now. Please place your order. No deposit necessary. You can come in and order a car and give us 16 weeks, and we will get you a car with your name on it. So that's very exciting stuff. Please follow us at Bill Curry Ford. I'm sorry, Bill Curry Tampa. I always say that wrong. Instagram, Facebook, uh, and Twitter. Grace, is that it? That's it. All right. Before I start my senior bowl, because you guys need to strap in because this is going to be a great podcast. I want to read an email that says, Sean, best wrap-up I've ever heard of after a painful loss to the Rams. Well, thank you very much. As far as uh, who's the best draft analyst, the correct answer is you. Thank you very much. I do put a lot of time and effort into it. That's very kind. I think that's why Grace uh, laughed a bit at the question. And for sure, Grace said that she really thought I was going to say myself. Is that correct, Grace? So the reader is absolutely right. He knows me so well. She knows all the passion and work that you put into it, and you're about to hear the passion. You're, gonna, you're about to hear me break down some terrific players. Thank you, Al, for that comment. Apparently, I'm supposed to answer questions right away when I, when I read these emails. I got a lot of feedback about that, um, and not just from Steve Itzbitz from JoeBucksFan.com. So let me get back to, to this where it says, Hi, Sean. This was an email that I read last week. Who is the best player in the draft in any position? The reason why I didn't want to say was because I, I have all these breakout podcast for the offseason, but we're going to go ahead and reveal it, that Kyle Hamilton, the safety at Notre Dame, is my favorite player. I think he's a generational player at safety. I know that sounds silly, um, that how much does the safety really affect it, but there's been some amazing uh, safeties that have changed defenses and 
Kyle Hamilton could do that. I think he's the best overall pound-for-pound player in this draft. Speed, size, 6'4", can play corner, can play nickel, can play safety. Is one of the best tacklers in the draft. Very excited about Kyle Hamilton. Who will be drafted first, barring any trades? Basically, right now, the reason why that's a hard question to answer, and I'm going to answer it, is because the Jacksonville Jaguars might be firing their GM and might be hiring a new GM and, and Byron Leftwich as their head coach. So that changes the direction of the team. But there's several players they could go. They went the last two years, they went in the first round. Well, besides last year, the, the year two prior years, they went edge. You know, Allen's one of my favorite players that they drafted out of Kentucky, which I, I was very mad about because um, he's been a terrific player in the NFL. Evan O'Neill out of Alabama would be protection um, for their first round overall pick to give him some protection. That offensive line in Jacksonville is one of the worst. I still think um, Thibodeau would would be my pick as an edge rusher out of Oregon. He had an injury riddled season, but I think I would still go pass rusher. I could get it. There's several great offensive tackles in this draft, even though to me it's a cornerback draft. This is the deepest cornerback draft that I can remember. But I definitely think Evan O'Neill probably would go based upon what I'm seeing right now. But Thibodeau should be the pick. It doesn't matter how many rush ins you draft. You best you draft the best player available. Hutchinson. People are going to ask me if you email me, if you email me at bestinclass at billcurry.com. Hutchinson's a great player. I think he goes to the Lions at number two. I think that's a great fit for him playing at Michigan and then going to Detroit. I think I really think that's like the Jamar Chase deal last year with Joe Burrow. I, I think that's going to be a connection that they're going to want to have. And I think it would help Detroit ratings-wise as well. So he's a very popular player. And obviously the best draft analyst, you know, I told you who my favorite entertainer was, and, and that was Mel Kuyper. But as far as breaking down the X's and O's, I'm going to go with Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network. I really uh, find myself reading a lot of his breakdowns and a lot of his analysis and I think Kyle Krabs is a, is a terrific analyst. So there you go, um, Al. You have your answer. So let's get started on the Senior Bowl. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to break it down by position. We're going to go through the, the top players. I'm going to spend more time on quarterbacks, wide receivers, and some obviously some, some high-end positions. And then some of the other positions like offensive guard and defensive tackle and uh, some of the safeties I probably am not going to spend as much time on because uh, they're just not as exciting. And there's a lot of, uh, a lot of guys that are going to play at the Senior Bowl are going to be 5th and 6th and 7th round guys. I'm going to talk about some guys that I think are going to be massive, in, impactful players in the NFL. And what I want you to keep in mind during this analysis, I, I want you to understand why I'm doing this as far as I know that during the Senior Bowl, all these guys are going to play good games, bad games, right? They have new players around them, new schemes, new coaches. When you're watching the game, don't pay attention to the complete game of a player because that's not really going to judge. What you're looking for is that wow play, that one play where you can see the potential of what this player can be in the NFL draft and what it could do next year for a player. So if Kenny Pickett goes out and he has a tough game, but he makes some throws that you can see are – are amazing. That's what you're looking for. It's not the overall play. Just remember, these guys don't have the practice time, um, you know, that you have in an off season to play this game. They, they're not used to playing with the players that they're next to. The coaching staffs all have their own ideas of how offenses and defenses should run, and it technically won't be how these players are benefited, right? So if you know that that Kenny Pickett plays better in a, in a run pass option offense, and they might not be running that at the Senior Bowl because they have Desmond Ritter and some other players that they want to do it differently. So just remember that they might be playing out of sorts, but you're looking for that one play that goes, okay, that's why he's a top rated guy. 
All right, let's get started now that you understand why I break it down the way I do. Kenny Pickett is a Pittsburgh quarterback, 6'3", 220 pounds. I'm not going to go over all the numbers that he had in college. You guys can look that stuff up. The numbers are, are amazing. And, you know, he had a, an okay sophomore and junior year, and then he broke out his senior year. Here's the thing about Kenny Pickett and the thing that I want you to watch for. So Dan Marino went to the Miami Dolphins last year. I'm sorry, the year prior. And Dan Marino really doesn't talk about players very much if you follow him online. And he was very, very high on Justin Herbert. And he went to the Miami training staff and he said, talk to the general manager. He talked to Brian Flores. And he said that this guy, is a, uh, uh, Justin Herbert's my boy. He's a can't-miss can't miss prospect. You need to draft him in Miami. He's going to break my records. And what did they do? They drafted Tua, which ended up costing Brian Flores his job. And I don't know how Tua is going to come out, but we all know that Justin Herbert's a star and we know what he's done for the Chargers. So Dan Marino came out again. So he's one for one. Came out again with the endorsement of Kenny Pickett being the best player in this draft at the quarterback position and a can't miss quarterback so to me, that carries a lot of weight for me because Dan is the man, right? He also played in Pittsburgh. I'm sure he watched every snap of Kenny Pickett. One of the comparisons, so compact throws, so he, he doesn't have a big arm release, which I really like. I really like high velocity where they, you know, where you don't have the Byron Leftwich wind up. I mean, it's very compact and he can run. And one of the notes, because I'm going to read you a lot of my notes on these players because I've watched a lot of film on these guys and I can tell you the best games that he had is I love this word moxie. Joe Burrow has moxie. The guy got sacked nine times, never let it face him, gets back in and throws darts, right? Kenny Pickett's the same type of player. He plays with this, and arrogance is the wrong word. I, I really think moxie is the right word, and I'm going to coin that. He just plays with such confidence that it just shows and carries in the, in the play. And, and, and this guy can throw, and he can run. And he's 6'3". He's, he's, he's heavy enough to take the, the NFL beating. I really think that Kenny, your guys are going to love watching Kenny Pickett play. And talking about an NFL comparison, I don't like doing many NFL comparisons, but I will in certain, in certain um, areas. And I'm trying to find an NFL comparison for Kenny Pickett, but there really isn't one with his height and weight and his compact throw and the fact that he can run the way he runs. It's very hard to come up with a comparison for him. Because there really, there, there really isn't one. Some of these other quarterbacks, I'll give you an idea of how they play, like Sam Howe or Desmond Ritter. But Kenny Pickett looks like a guy, and I, and I think when scouts look at him, they're like, okay, what do we think about this guy? How accurate is his throws? He's actually very accurate. He completed 70% of his passes in college football for Pittsburgh. I mean, he's accurate. He can run. He can extend plays. He can throw from, from different arm velocities. I really think that, that he's, a, he's the real guy, and I think he's going to be the top pick in the draft. Not overall, but when the, when the quarterbacks are taken, I think he'll be the first quarterback off the board. And I, I really think that you're going to enjoy watching him play. He's just an exciting player. And don't forget what Dan Marino said about Kenny Pickett. And these are in no particular order. Desmond Ritter is another quarterback out of Cincinnati. This guy's a lot of fun to watch. He's 6'4", 215. He has the strongest arm in the draft, I believe, um, just based upon uh, his throws. His arm is incredible. So here's his problem, accuracy. He struggles with accuracy at times, and if you guys watched him against Alabama, he was high with all of his throws. You know, he let adrenaline get to him, and he, and he didn't play his best game. And he can also run, obviously, and he runs with these long strides, and he can extend plays. 
So I'm going to tell you that um, this is a guy that I'm kind of I have a question mark about only because of his accuracy. Because as a Bucks fan, you know what we went through with with um, with Freeman, right? We we drafted a guy that wasn't accurate in college, and then we wanted to make him accurate in the pros. And it, I just other than Josh Allen, I've never seen a, a quarterback improve their accuracy like Josh Allen. But I've never seen it, and it, it never didn't happen with Josh Freeman either. And Desmond Ritter is one of those guys. He's got to get that under control. But um, he's an exciting prospect, and you guys are going to enjoy watching him. Malik Willis uh, out of Liberty, 6'1", 215. I think that he's a better thrower than Lamar Jackson was out of Louisville. He, ha- he has a strong arm. He runs just like Lamar Jackson. I think that he has a better arm than Lamar Jackson. At this point in his career, he's a better thrower. But you can really tell that he struggles reading defenses. And, again, you got a guy from a small school who struggles reading defenses. He, I, I think this is a guy that's going to take a little time to develop, but he's going to, he's going to have some exciting plays in the Senior Bowl, and people are going to go, oh, wow. Just remember his level of competition. This is a guy that threw three interceptions against Western Michigan who, who don't have anybody in the draft. So that's the only concern I have is they're going to say, well, Sean, he didn't have receivers. And I said, okay, well, he doesn't have pro, he doesn't have pro bowl receivers. He doesn't have, you know, SEC receivers. He doesn't have even NFL receivers. He, you're so right. But he's also hasn't faced NFL cornerbacks or any, any type of, of high level cornerback yet. He has not. He's basically getting by just on his athletic ability at this point. Mel Kuyper said that he was pound for pound, the most athletic player at the quarterback position in this draft. I don't, I don't disagree with him. It doesn't make him the best quarterback. But he is definitely a guy that if I had him on my team, I would definitely develop him. But I, I don't know if he's a first-round draft pick. I think he could slip into the first round. I don't think he's a fourth-round draft pick, that's for sure. I think that he's a second-round pick based upon what I'm looking at. But with the way these quarterbacks are, you have seven quarterbacks that could go in the first round. The next quarterback is Bailey Zappi out of Western Kentucky. 6'1", 220. This guy is super accurate. We're talking about over 70% in college. Um, he threw 77 touchdown passes. And this guy in the pocket, he reminds me of Drew Brees. He can put the ball wherever he wants, and he, he puts it to his third and fourth receiver. This guy is probably the smartest quarterback in, uh, in this draft. I know he's a small school guy, and I know what I always say about drafting quarterbacks in small schools because they're not used to the competition, and I get that. Played at a small high school, played at a small college. and But they, the numbers that he put up are incredible. You know, 6,000 yards, 77 touchdowns, that kind of stuff is just insane. And when you watch him, it's not like he's throwing a lot of short passes to get his accuracy up. He's throwing down the field. And he's, he's completing 74, 75% of his passes. It's, it's just unbelievable. And he's one of the guys I'm rooting for just because um, I'm not a Drew Brees fan. It's just when you're watching him in the pocket – he, he looks like Drew Brees, and he acts like Drew Brees, and he throws the ball on the money like Drew Brees. Not the strongest arm, but a high IQ, great movement in the pocket, can has good zip on the ball, not great zip, and can put the ball wherever he wants. So I'm looking so forward to seeing what he looks like against the Senior Bowl competition, but that's Bailey Zappi, one of my sleepers in this, in this Senior Bowl. I, he could fall flat on his face as soon as he starts going against NFL talent. I don't know. Or he could be rising to the occasion and say, you know, I'm here and this is, this is the way it goes. Carson Strong out of Nevada, 6'4", 215, strong arm, pocket passer. This guy doesn't run, doesn't move, stands in the pocket, has, a, you know, has great anticipation. I watched uh, his tape 
He throws those long passes down the field, puts a lot of air under him. Man, he looks like a, a quarterback from the 1980s. He doesn't look like a modern quarterback. I mean, I know I said 1980s, but I should say 1990s too, in 2000s because of Tom Brady. But I'm not saying that Carson Strong's Tom Brady, but he Tom Brady very rarely moves from his spot in the pocket. If you watch Carson Strong's tape, he very rarely moves. He, he, he reads his defense. He leads his receivers very, very well. He throws the ball with nice touch. Um, he's very strong-armed, which you know, which is uh, it's funny because his last name is Strong. But like, do pocket passers really exist? Like, like what we're seeing with Ben Roethlisberger in in Pittsburgh. And if Pittsburgh, you know, um, doesn't get, you know, if they don't get Kenny Pickett, are they looking at Carson Strong? Because if anything, he looks like Big Ben, just standing there, just a gigantic guy, six four, two hundred fifteen pounds, never moves off his spot and just throws the ball downfield. This might be a guy that Pittsburgh's looking at. I, I don't know. I don't know if the game is past guys like this. I'm not quite sure what the way the game is. I mean, you're talking about the top. The other guys we were all talking about can all run and can all throw. And Carson can only do one. Um, Sam Howe, if you haven't watched his tape, I suggest you watch it. Because, you know, his NFL comparisons, Baker Mayfield, I think he looks more like Derek Carr. But Sam Howe's North Carolina QB, 6'1 uh, and a half is what they say. I'm sure he's six foot. 225 pounds, super accurate with the ball, quick release. The ball comes right out, and he can run and extend plays. I think out of all the quarterbacks, Sam Howell is the one that I'm most interested in seeing if he can handle the the, um, NFL players because he is exciting to watch, and he makes some great plays, and he had some talented people last year when he was a surefire first-round draft pick, and then you know, he lost Javante Williams and Michael Carter from North Carolina, who went to their teams respectively. Both had amazing seasons, and you might hear their names on Sean on the best in class with Sean Sullivan's all rookie team. You might hear their names, but Sam Howell lost a lot, and he came back for his junior year and he played, and he didn't play as well just because of the talent that was lost. And you know, that happened to another person that we all know, um, and that's Josh Allen at Wyoming. He had a better year the prior year than he came out because he had better players. And then he stayed for another year uh, to develop, and he, he didn't have a very good year, and he slid a little bit. And then you, and you've seen how what he's developed into. Sam Howell just isn't a big guy, but he's fast, accurate, and I love how fast he releases the ball. He just reads and, and, and goes, reads and goes, reads and goes. And it's so fun to watch. Please watch Sam Howell's highlights on YouTube. And Bailey uh, Zappi from Western Kentucky, watch some of his stuff. Um, because those are two guys you probably haven't seen a lot of tape on. Because ESPN, NFL Network, those guys are, you know, they, they get their guy, their favorite guys. You know, like Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett. And they, they play play after play after play. But some of these other guys get lost. But I want you to think how exciting this is. We're about to watch a senior bowl where five of the top six quarterbacks are playing in the Senior Bowl. We're going to get to watch them in live action, right? I'm so excited about this because when they go to this, when they go to the NFL draft um, combine, you're going to see them throw and you're going to see them, you know, uh, move left to right. You're going to see them do some several drills, but you're not going to see them when the bullets are flying. And I, I'm so excited. We're going to get to watch an entire game with nothing but first-round talent quarterbacks. I mean, it's just so exciting. I mean, I, I, I just I, I can't tell you as a, as, a, as a fan of these diaper dandies um, uh, how important it is to get to watch them like that. And, and, and let's just see if they really are first-round talents. Uh, but again, just watch for those special plays. 
And I think out of all the players that I'm excited to watch, I really do want to see how Sam Howell does with that kind of competition because I think he's really a dark horse for being the first quarterback off the draft. And I know that sounds crazy, but we all know what happened when Patrick Mahomes was up to be drafted and Mitch Trubisky got pulled out of nowhere, out of North Carolina. I mean, that's a coincidence, but he got pulled just because he had uh, the people fell in love with his tape. And I think that the more these scouts look at Sam Howe, and if he plays well in the Senior Bowl, you're going to see a guy they fall in love with. All right, let's get to running backs. Not a terrific running back field at the Senior Bowl, but there's some guys here that can make a difference. So let's start with Damian Pierce out of Florida. Um, he's one of the more well-rounded backs because he can run, catch, block, and do pass pro, and play special teams. And I feel, and everybody, if you read the scouting reports on Damian Pierce, he's big and strong. Obviously, he runs downhill. Um, he didn't have a lot of tread on his tires. He didn't get a lot of carries at Florida. Uh, for some reason, I think he was very mis- misused by um, the old regime. Um, thank God that's out at Florida. Uh, and I think, unfortunately, he was a wasted talent. But I feel like this is a guy that the Bucks could be looking at in the third or fourth round, especially if we have additional third-round picks. This guy's a steal in the third round. I think he comes in he on short yardage, can catch, and play third down. I think that's very exciting. But he's not my first choice in the running backs. I'm going to say he's he's exciting. I do like him as a third-round pick. I, I, I really like the, his running style. I think he can get those yards. I think he can average four and a half yards a carry in the NFL. I think he can catch. And I think he's going to be a starter to a third-down back in the NFL. He's going to be somewhere in between. I don't think this guy's sitting on anybody's bench. Devontae Price out of Florida International, he's 6'2", 215. Everything I watched on this guy, I don't see it. I don't see him as a as an NFL starter or even an NFL backup. Doesn't catch the ball very well. He doesn't play pass pro, so he's just a big bulldozer. He gets all those goal line carries. I mean, he's basically a fullback, in my opinion, uh, like, an, like an H-back. But he's, he's listed as a running back. But I don't see what all the other guys see in this guy, and... You know what? I'm not a I'm not a professional, although I, I play one on TV. This guy Devontae Price, I don't see what they're seeing. But you guys might see it. He might have a couple of great plays in the Senior Bowl, and I hope he does. I don't wish him any ill will. But between him and Damian Pierce, I'm, I'm Damian Pierce all the way. You have Abram Smith out of Baylor, 5'11", 205. This guy runs downhill as well. I don't think he's going to be a high recruit. Depends on his forty time because if he runs a four six forty at five eleven, uh, I don't know how that's going to go for him at 205 because is he a bruiser? He doesn't have good hands. He played in a, in a, in a wide-open offense and got a lot of carries where there was nobody in front of him. He had a lot of holes. I don't know how his vision is. Everything you watch on him, it, he doesn't have enough close contact to understand what he sees from the line of scrimmage. I have no idea how Abram Smith plays. I mean, there are some scouts that are so high on this guy, they're talking about second, third-round guy. I, I don't see it. It's hard to, to evaluate a guy who plays in when every time he runs the ball, there's a six-foot-wide widget going through, and he's just following an offense because it's a it's a pass offense. So I don't know uh, what to think about him. I know he's big and strong, and I know that he can run downhill. It's, it's really strange when you see the first three between Pierce, Price, and Smith. These guys are all really strong guys. So it's really interesting to see that. But I wish him the well, but he's not going to be um, super special in my mind. So I'm going to go over the next two guys I think are super special. Rashad White out of Arizona State. He was a receiver who's now a running back. And you guys might know that, that if Brady comes back, this is a guy I'm going to be pushing for 
because this guy can play. He has the best hands in the draft, bar none. Bar none. Don't want to hear it. Write me at bestinclass at billcurry.com uh, if you want to argue with me. You're going to have to show me how this guy drops a ball. His hands are incredible. This is McCaffrey hands, guys. McCaffrey hands. This guy, Rashad White, is going to be McCaffrey. He's going to go to some place. He's going to catch six to eight balls a game, and he's going to be sensational. I think he's going to run a sub 4-4. Four, four, I hope. He's 6'2", 210 pounds. Big back with speed. Best hands in the draft. I don't think a lot of people know about this guy. And uh, and I think that you're gonna you're about to find out super fast because if this guy's not McCaffrey, then he's Alvin Kamara. And I'm and I'm going on the record right now on this guy's special. I don't care what the scouts say. Whoever drafts this guy is gonna get an amazing starter, Pro Bowl running back. This guy is sensational. He can play all three downs. He's exciting. In the senior bowl, mark it down. Best in class, Sean Sullivan guy, Rashad White. Next guy up happens to be the brother of Dalvin Cook, a guy that I begged Jason like begged, texted, emailed. I, the only thing I didn't do was stand in front of one buck place with a sign that said, please draft Dalvin Cook. Please draft, we got O.J. Howard, which is just as good, right? Not, right? So basically I prayed, yelled, screamed, Devin White, I'm sorry, Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook, it didn't happen. Jason Light, I love you. You know, it's the lighthouse. You're a fantastic drafter. I, I love you as a GM. I know you listen to this podcast, and I know you're probably laughing in your chair right now that I know what the hell I'm talking about, um, you know, because I'm the GM of a car dealership. But let me tell you, I'm very, very rarely wrong on my on my player analysis. And, I, and I'm telling you, I spend a lot of time on this. Not like your scouts. I have no dog in this hunt. But James Cook out of Georgia, Okay. James Cook out of Georgia, the brother of Dalvin Cook, right? 5'11", 190 pounds, is going to run a 4'4", maybe a 4'5", right? Has amazing hands, very slippery in the pocket, right? Can, can, can really leak out on those plays. It, and he, he kind of freaks people out with his burst and, and, his, and his speed um, right away. You put this guy in space, and he, he's going to be a winner. I know he has some background problems, just like Dalvin Cook did, which I but happened early in his in his career at Georgia. So I hope that doesn't play into it. You know his attitude. I'm hoping that this guy, you know, in his head has everything worked out. But my goodness, can this guy play? Didn't get all the snaps, you know, in college. You know, Georgia, which is basically running back. You, I mean, how many running backs can we name out of Georgia guys that just one after another after another after another? And now I think that James Cook is the next in line. I think that he's an explosive player, and I'm very excited about watching him. So between Rashad White and James Cook, I think that the Senior Bowl has some terrific running backs. So guys, look out for James Cook and Rashad White. All right, Brian Robinson Jr., running back out of Alabama, 6'1", 225. Not one of my favorite players. Um, he, he doesn't have any burst whatsoever. Um, he had an amazing offensive line, obviously, the, the you know, Two of his offensive linemen are going to be first round. One might be the overall pick. Um, plays in an offense where, um, you know, the running back gets a lot of seven-man boxes. Um, he got the goal line carries. You know, he had several games where he had 200 yards, and I know what the scouts are looking at. There's only a couple of Alabama uh, players, running backs, that I've actually liked. You know, in, in, it's, it, Mark Ringham was one, and King Henry was another. So there are some other players that are playing well. You know, you have New England's um, running back, Damian Harris. So 
I mean, there are some, but this guy, we can't just say because he's from Alabama, he's an automatic NFL player. I don't see Brian Robinson Jr. And I know he might do well at the senior at the senior bowl, and I know he might do well at the NFL Combine. I got a bad feeling about that guy, but we'll see. I hope he proves me wrong. I really do. So just know that when I say a player's not good, I'm not saying it because I don't like him. I'm just saying it because when you're when you're running when you're following your tackles and you're running through, I mean, you you. You, in the NFL, you better have the ability to do a one cut and jump or a jump cut, and you better have the ability to have that burst, and you don't see that with him. So maybe maybe he can learn it, but we'll see how fast he runs because I think all the times that Alabama puts out are fake. So we'll see how fast he runs at the combine because I'm interested at 225. Is he a 4'6 guy? Hassan Hackens out of Michigan, another big physical guy. I mean, this seems like the, like the, the draft of big physical uh, running backs. Not much sure what I think about him. He stacks up, so he's got hands. I think that he can block and pass pro. I think that he does nothing really terrific, but he does everything average. Do I think that he could start in the NFL? Probably. I think that he can. I don't see him being a star or a guy that I'm as excited about as like Cook or you know or White. But out of all the players we've talked about, he has a chance to be a starter in the NFL. He just doesn't do anything that jumps off the page for me. And I'm one of those guys that needs excitement. But I wish him the very best. I mean, he played for Harbaugh. He's a well-coached kid. So we'll see. On to the wide receivers. How about that for a tease? That's part two, wide receivers and all the other positions at the Senior Bowl coming up soon. You can follow Best in Class. Uh, you could subscribe online at the Best in Class podcast with Sean Sullivan at Apple Podcasts. Leave a review if you wish. Other platforms as well. And of course, so many of you see it right there at JoeBucksFan.com. You can find Sean 24-7 almost at Bill Curry Ford and at BillCurryFord.com. Just email him, call him, tell him you want some help with whatever it is. Even if it's body work or service, go for it. Uh, Sean will help you personally. You'll get uh, your Joe Bucks Fan discount, your Best in Class discount, your Ira Kaufman podcast discount, whatever you want to call it. He's going to hook you up. And really just treat you right. Answer whatever you need. So don't hesitate. You can tell Sean is the kind of guy who's going to shoot it to you straight. And uh, you can reach out to him anytime. BillCurryFord.com. Best in class. We'll be back. Senior Bowl Preview Part 2 coming up in a matter of hours, really.